Good morning. This is Pastor Heather Wigdahl. Welcome to our Savior's Lutheran Church radio broadcast. Our radio broadcast this morning is sponsored by Connie Weber in honor and appreciation for all the members of the OSL staff. Happy Easter to you all and welcome to worship.
Good morning and happy Easter to you all. Welcome to our Savior's Lutheran Church in Menominee. Welcome to our Easter Sunday morning worship service. Welcome to those of you who are joining us on our radio broadcast, through our website, on our YouTube channel, or via a podcast. We are glad to be worshiping with you this morning. And though we may be socially distanced, we know that we are bound and held together by the Spirit as we worship and we celebrate today the good news of Jesus' victory over the grave and over death. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Alleluia. He is risen. He is risen! He has risen indeed. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He has risen indeed. He has risen indeed. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Christ, Christ is, is risen. risen. Hallelujah! Christ is risen! <laughs> we sing together our gathering hymn, Jesus Christ is risen today, number 365, verses 1, 2, and 4. Thank you. 
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. Increase in our minds and hearts the risen life we share with Christ and help us to grow as your people toward the fullness of eternal life with you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. At this time, I would like to take a moment to connect with all of the kids who are joining us for worship. We are in the middle of a story that takes three days to tell. Today is day three of that story. So first, let's get caught up on what's already happened. On the first day, Jesus shared a meal with his disciples. He washed their feet and he told them to love each other just as Jesus himself loved them. On the next day, Jesus was arrested and he was found guilty and he was crucified on a cross. As the second day ended, a small group of his followers laid his body in a tomb. Today, this morning, another small group of his followers got up extra early in the morning to go to the tomb to prepare his body for burial. But when they got there, they received a surprise. The stone in front of the tomb had already been rolled away, and there was an angel there who told them that Jesus was not in the tomb because he had been raised from the dead. Well, when we hear good news like this, we say a word that means praise God. And that word is Alleluia. For these past weeks of Lent, we have been avoiding this word, saving it up for today. Some of you were here with me back at the end of February in worship, and we buried the Alleluia's in this box. We had them scattered throughout the sanctuary, and you helped me gather them up, and we put them right here in this box. And I think that now is just about the right time to see what has happened to our Alleluia's. Our Alleluia's have become or turned into butterfly Alleluia's. Did you know that the butterfly has been a symbol of Easter and the resurrection for a long time? The butterfly, as you probably know, begins its life as a caterpillar. And it eats, and it eats, and it eats, and then eventually it spins a cocoon. And it spends a little bit of time in that cocoon, and then it emerges as a butterfly. The caterpillar has been changed, and now it has a new life as a butterfly. 
For a long time, the butterfly has reminded Christians of what happened to Jesus. So when you look at a butterfly, you too can be reminded of the Easter story and Jesus' resurrection. If you haven't had a chance already, you can find one of these Easter Alleluia butterfly coloring sheets on our website. And I would invite you to download one and color it and take turns um, walking around the house and reminding each other of the good news that Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. And now, as I clean this up a little bit, we will join together in singing our gospel acclamation. Our gospel reading on this Easter Sunday is from the Gospel of Matthew. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead, and indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So the women left the tomb quickly, with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you all on this Easter morning. In the name of our risen Savior and Lord, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. 
That is our proclamation. He is risen indeed. This morning we have heard this good news proclaimed by one another. On this very strange Easter Sunday, this proclamation remains our truth and defines us as God's people, as Easter people, who trust that our Creator God does bring life out of death. We are Easter people who know firsthand how our Redeemer God opens up a future previously thought impossible over and again in this life. We are Easter people who continue to learn and trust that our sustainer God calls us forth into new life, new life that bears hope and forgiveness for others, for ourselves. On this particularly strange Easter, I find myself drawn to a poem written by Wendell Berry. It's a pretty good poem for every Easter, but all the more for this Easter. I share with you the end of Barry's poem entitled, Manifesto, The Mad Farmer Liberation Front. Barry writes, Every day do something that does not compute. Love the Lord, love the world, love someone who does not deserve it. Give your approval to all that you cannot understand. Ask the questions that have no answers. Be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. Be like the fox who makes more tracks than necessary, some in the wrong direction. Practice resurrection. As we gather together here today virtually, we do so to be reminded of the good news Christ is risen. Death does not have the last word. Fear, while real and merited for many reasons in our lives and in our world, now for certain, fear does not have the last word either. For Christ is risen. God is and remains with us. New life comes. Love wins. Hope is planted and grows. In every way we live as disciples, even now. In every way we become light and love in our world. In every way we share compassion, encouragement, kindness, generosity. In every way we sew masks and deliver bags of groceries in every way we carefully provide essential services, in every way we stay safer at home, give up our freedom of movement and social activities for the sake of others' well-being, for the sake of our medical system of care. In every way, we plant hope, we practice resurrection. It was eight years ago now at the very end of my former call that I brought a busload of youth to New Orleans for the National Youth Gathering of the ELCA in the summer of 2012. 
It is hard to imagine now a group of 30,000 ELCA youth descending on the city of New Orleans. How the world has changed, at least for now. But descend we did on New Orleans to do good work in the city's ongoing recovery after Hurricane Katrina. I don't know when our world will return to the possibility of gathering in such a large group, but we will find new ways to be the church together. Even if we can't completely return to what once was, we will move forward together as Easter people who for 2,000 years have proclaimed Christ is risen. When we started our trip back in 2012, we did so actually with some very heavy hearts ourselves. Because just two days before our departure, one of our chaperones, a recent college graduate, learned that his father had been killed in a traffic accident while biking to his church where he served as a pastor. Our young chaperone was, of course, no longer able to accompany us, and we were heartbroken for him. That's how our trip began. By the end of the first travel day, one of our youth twisted her ankle very badly while just walking toward me in the hotel lobby. It turned out to be fractured. This weighed down our travels a bit more, too. Once we arrived in New Orleans, another of our youth, while helping the bus driver unload all of our luggage from the underneath luggage carriage, stood up too fast and hit his head on the carriage door really hard. And he got a slight concussion, which weighed down our group a bit more. Then another of our youth, who hadn't been feeling great for the two days of driving, came down with a fever and needed a couple of days in bed, which weighed us down just a little bit more. Needless to say, these little and big challenges limited some of our flexibility as a group. Short of chaperone with extra individuals who needed extra attention, it was not what any of us planned or imagined our trip would be. And yet, None of the challenges or disappointments or heartaches, amazingly, dampened the richness of our experience. In fact, they brought us all closer together. Every member of our group started actively thinking about each other, considering those who were injured and those who were sick, offering to retrieve food, choosing more accessible seats, taking breaks, walking more slowly, carrying others' belongings, foregoing some of the after-party events hosted at every hotel, all for the sake of the whole group, every member in it. When our service day arrived, every group is assigned one of the days of the gathering for a full day of service, our assigned service project was to be out at work in the community, doing hands-on work and meeting some of the people our work would benefit. 
something before we had left our group was so excited about. But those who were injured among us would no longer be able to manage that work. And so our whole group instead decided together that they wanted to stay together. And we attended an indoor backup service project option. I was so proud of them. But none of us brought much enthusiasm into our backup service project. The project we ended up working on was creating seed bombs. What are seed bombs, you might ask? Well, I will tell you. Seed bombs are handfuls of seeds you mix with soil and compost to form little round balls. Once dried, those balls would be tossed or placed around the city in vacant lots and eyesores still left from Hurricane Katrina. During our seed bomb molding, we got to see pictures of some of the vacant lots previously seeded. And it was surprising and amazing to see that transformation, to see what that simple beauty could do to those eyesores. I would never have guessed how much that simple backup project would feel like resurrection to me, to our whole group. It was a gift to us all, after all we'd been through, to be reminded how much beauty and hope can come from such a small act. It was a gift to be reminded of what our Creator can do with the little balls of clay that we make, with the little balls of clay that we are. God, our Creator, invites us to participate in creating good in our world. God in Christ Jesus calls us as God's people to practice resurrection. Just like the risen Christ emboldened and empowered the women who went to his grave, they who were weighed down by disappointment, devastation, grief, they who were overwhelmed by fear, uncertainty, by feelings of such isolation. Our lives, too, on this earth are full of all kinds of little deaths, regret, shame, resentments, grudges, little deaths that bury us alive. But Jesus comes out from the tomb with a word of hope, with a word of grace, with love. And when he greets Mary and Mary, he says, Herate. In Greek, it means hello. But the root of this word is rejoice. Herate, rejoice. Death does not have the last word. Fear does not have the last word. Failure, regret, shame does not have the last word. Herate, rejoice. For love has the final word. Love wins. When Jesus comes out from the tomb with that word of love, hope, grace, peace, he also leads the women and leads us. 
into life, life that echoes those gifts, life that seeks as much as we can to discard our shame, our regrets, our resentments, our grudges, all those little deaths that have buried us alive. Our week at the National Youth Gathering was hard. It was not what we planned. As a chaperone, I didn't get more than four or five hours of sleep a night with the emergency room visits and fever monitoring. And I am very glad that most youth trips aren't that demanding. And yet, what we learned together was invaluable. We learned to sacrifice some individual wants for the sake of our collective good. We learned how to give up some of our grand ideas and expectations in order to appreciate and experience the moments that were before us, so many of which brought surprising wonder, laughter, joy. We learned new ways to practice resurrection. May the same be true for you in the days and weeks ahead. May you find new ways to practice resurrection, to care for one another, to be present in the moment, and to look for where God is at work, bringing life, planting hope, and growing love in you and through you. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We join together in singing our Easter hymn of the day, Day of Arising, hymn number 374.
Together, we confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Uplifted by the promised hope of healing and resurrection, we join the people of God in all times and places in praying for the church, the world, and all who are in need. God of resurrection, from the very beginning you gave the church the gift of women as your witnesses, as preachers, teachers, and leaders. Raise up voices in your church now that are too often silenced or overlooked due to gender expression, age, race, or economic status. Open our ears to their proclamation this day and always. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, we give you thanks for all who gather in worship today wherever they may be. Connect us together as the body of Christ, even with physical distance between us. Lead us to continue to serve others in our world with deeds of love and mercy and with generosity and compassion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, all your creation praises you. The earth hums, the seas pulse, the stars shine, and the galaxies whirl in glorious harmonies to honor you. Let us hear and blend our voices in their song of praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, we pray for all in our world who are experiencing disunity and conflict. Help us free all our minds from fear and greed and set our minds instead on your rule of justice and steadfast love. Build us up on your cornerstone of peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, we weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn. Cradle the fearful, the suffering, and the dying, assuring them of your loving presence, especially Lynn Borcharding, Maggie Johnson, Kelly Scholl, Lonnie Maves, Carolyn Barnhart, Steve Terry, Steve Knutson, Alice Kennedy, Jerome Tiemann, and Marilyn Lee. Be with all our human sisters and brothers who fight illness, who mourn the death of loved ones, who serve as medical professionals, who lead organizations, communities, and nations. Guide them in wisdom and compassion. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, we praise you for the work of Christ Jesus, our Lord, who went ahead of us into the grave and defeated the powers of evil. Inspire us to live our lives in this resurrection hope and draw us to you in our final days. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With bold confidence in your love, almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the risen Christ be with you always. Please take a moment now to share a sign of peace with those with whom you are gathered. As we sing our offertory, I invite you to gather bread and wine or juice as we prepare to celebrate Holy Communion. And I also encourage you to think about your own generosity and the ways in which you are being called to be generous with the gifts that God has given you, your time, your talent, and your resources. We welcome your offering to OSL and to our shared ministry. You may send those offerings um, to the church office or you can use our online giving option at our website at oslme.com. We sing now together our offertory, Let the Vineyards Be Fruitful. Let us pray. Merciful God, our ordinary gifts seem small for such a celebration, but you make of them an abundance, just as you do with our lives. Feed us again at this table for service in your name, in the strength and hope of the risen Christ, we pray. Amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin, do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one, 
by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I invite you, wherever you are, to receive the gift of Holy Communion with those you are gathered along with or receive the gift of communion yourself. The body of Christ is given for you. The blood of Christ is shed for you. As you celebrate communion, we offer special music, Mary to the Savior's tomb.
the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. And the God of all grace, the God of life and light, bless you now and forever. Amen. Thank you for joining in our Easter worship celebration. I remind you to continue to support our ministry as you are able with your financial gifts through our online giving at oslme.com or by sending in your offering through the mail. And I thank you for your continued prayers and generosity of love, compassion, and care in our world. We join our voices together in singing our sending hymn, Thine is the Glory, hymn 376.
Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You are the body of Christ raised up for the world. Go in peace. Share the good news. Thanks be to God. Thank you.